Now I think of Instagram as somewhere that I can post to when I want to, if I want to, but there's no pressure to do so. It's not something I have to do. And now that the pressure to post there has been lifted, I actually feel more inspired. I actually want to post to Instagram now that I don't have to. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 521. Today, I'm sharing seven of the things that I have done this year to streamline my business. So I guess about quarter two of this year, I realized that I was feeling exhausted. I was feeling just a little bit over my business. Quarter one was huge. I was having so much fun, but I was also working harder than I have worked in years. And I was just so exhausted of doing all of the things. Plus, couple that with, you know, pending recession and I have second business that I want to start spending a bit more time working on. And I was realizing, huh, maybe the solution for the rest of this year is to not constantly be doing more stuff, but to really streamline this business and set us up for future growth. So the first thing that I did to really streamline that business was to focus on the podcast and my email list. So instead of trying to do everything, I am just focusing on creating content for the podcast and creating content for my email list and focusing on getting more people to listen to my podcast and more email subscribers. So that means that I only have to focus on promoting two of my free content things rather than sending people to my blog and follow me on Instagram and follow me on TikTok and all of the different things. I just have two pathways, podcast and my free lead magnets, which is usually the kickstart kit is my main free lead magnet that I send people to. And it feels so much more streamlined because I'm not sending people to a hundred different places. I know that if somebody listens to my podcast or they join my email list, they will figure out pretty quickly whether they like me or not. And by listening to that podcast, by being on my email list, they start to know me, like me, trust me. And over time, they become ready to buy from me. And while these things on their own, while podcasting on its own and emailing my list on its own doesn't get me in front of new audiences, I know that if I create amazing podcast episodes and if I send great emails to my list and then proactively get them in front of new audiences, my audience is going to grow a lot quicker than if I'm just posting content into the social media void, hoping that one day the algorithm is going to like me and my post's going to go viral and I'm going to grow an audience because that's generally not how it works. <laughs> I've been doing this for years. I've been on Instagram for like five years as this account and there has not been one particular post that has gone viral and got me thousands or even hundreds of followers. I think the most I've ever got from one single post was like 50 followers and that's in five years of doing it. 
Now, also with my email list, doubling down on that means I am emailing my subscribers more than I ever have before. I send, I have the daily biz boosters, which is literally a daily email going to my list. I have two or three emails per week that go to my general email list. And I've found that email is what converts best. Email is generally where I get those best results. Now, I know some people are like, oh, but surely Instagram's where you get sales from. I actually get very few sales from Instagram. I get very few people clicking through from Instagram to find out more about anything that I'm promoting. So Instagram's there for fun. And I'll talk about this a little bit more in a second. Instagram's there for fun, but it's not a main focus in my business because it doesn't give me the same return on energy and time as my podcast and my email list do. The most recent launch of Launch Magic, I think I posted like twice on Instagram versus emailing my list basically every single day of Cart Open and a couple of times a week in the lead up to Cart Open. And that launch still went as well as the prior launch where I was on Instagram a lot more. The second thing I have done this year to streamline my business was that I stopped creating endless new things. It feels when we're in this online world of people constantly creating new things, constantly launching things, it feels a lot like, oh, I have to be constantly creating new stuff. Otherwise, my audience is going to get bored of my old stuff. They're going to be sick of hearing me talking about the same things over and over and over again. And what I realized was actually, I don't need to constantly create new offers. I don't constantly need to create new lead magnets, new new, new sales pages, new emails, new captions, new ideas. Huh, that was such a relief. And it saves me so much time. Even if somebody has seen the same thing more than once, it's going to take them a couple of times of seeing it or hearing about it before it sinks in. And they're not going to get sick of hearing about it. Also, not having to create all these endless new things makes my business feel so much less cluttered. There was a time a couple of years ago when I had way too many offers. I had all of these little mini courses that I'd created because I thought I wanted to create a library of products that people could buy. And it became really confusing for my audience and it became really cluttered for me. And it meant that I constantly didn't know what to promote, didn't know what to sell. People didn't know what I offered. And it was exhausting to maintain all of these products. So having fewer offers, fewer lead magnets, fewer everything means I can deliver a better experience. It means I can create better content. I can create longer podcast episodes. And it means I can focus on the one thing that I know gets people the best results and that I love doing. And that is teaching launch magic. I launch it twice a year. I teach it twice a year. And that to me, makes my business feel so streamlined and gives me that structure that I need. The third thing I did this year to streamline my business was doubling down on live launches. Now, that is what I'm talking about with Launch Magic. I live launch Launch Magic twice a year. It's easy. It's fun. It's, it works really well. Each time I launch it, I know it's going to work. And it's how I get to help more people. Because each time I do a live launch, I know I'm going to get 50 people in the door. It's also really nice knowing that I don't have to do five live launches a year if I don't want to. If I don't want to be live launching every single month, great. I don't have to. I can take a month off if I want to. And 
I've also taken a little bit of pressure off myself with the live launches. It used to be that I felt like every single time I launched Launch Magic, I had to hit a higher revenue goal. But what I've realized is right now, this year, I'm really enjoying that same revenue goal that we've hit the last couple of times, slowing down a little bit, hitting that goal, and knowing that I don't have to put this massive energetic push in to reach some arbitrary number because I feel like I have to grow linearly. Now, each time I live launch, each launch plays out with webinars. I typically have two or three webinars each time I launch Launch Magic. Then doors are open for seven days, roughly. I do cart open emails. So I send an email pretty much every day to my email list while doors are open. Then doors close. It's super simple. It's streamlined. I am not posting a million times a week on Instagram during that cart open time. It feels good now. It took a while. Like the first couple of times I did it, yes, it was nerve wracking. But now that we know it works, we know the sales pages convert, we know the emails convert, we just make small tweaks now each launch and it converts. The first time that I taught it, it was really stressful. I'm not going to lie. It was stressful that first time because I created the course after I launched it, which was absolutely still the right decision. It just meant that I had a little bit more work in that first 12 weeks of it because each week I was creating the slides and teaching it live. Now that it's all recorded and I know the course content inside out, it's like an hour or two each week that it takes me to deliver the course. And that's just the time where I'm live on the Zoom calls with my Q&A, my my crew for the Q&As. And we have the community. But for the first time ever, I actually have my team in the community instead of me. And they, if there's a question they can't answer, they come back to me, they slack me, they ask me and great. That's, I don't have to be in the Facebook group because if I go onto Facebook, I get distracted. (laughs) The fourth thing that I have done this year to streamline my business was that I started working with clients again. And I know this sounds really weird, like it's not streamlined, right? But it actually is because I'm only working with them in that VIP launch intensive capacity. It's a six hour container. I don't have ongoing retainers. I don't have ongoing coaching or anything like that. And I can open up and close spots in my calendar when I want to, which means if I want to take a month off, like I'm about to uh, at the time of recording this episode, uh, when you hear this, I will be in Europe, but I can take that month off if I want to and not work with clients for that month. I also, it means that those VIP intensives, it means I get to have fun in other people's launches. I used to launch a lot of new things in my business because I just love the creative side of a launch. I love going in and brainstorming the content and coming up with ideas for lead magnets and webinars and all of the fun stuff. I love doing that. But when I'm constantly launching new things in my business, it makes the rest of my business really messy. Whereas with other people's launches, I get to go in and do the creative side of it and I don't have to manage the product. I don't have to maintain the product. I don't have to do the customer support, any of that kind of stuff. So it like satisfies my launch cravings, which is amazing. Now, the whole process, we've streamlined it really well. So basically, if somebody wants to book in for a VIP launch intensive, they go to stephtaylor.co slash VIP and they can book in a kickoff call. The kickoff calls are a 90 minute kickoff call. And it's the only time that we that you need to be involved in the entire process, essentially. And it's me extracting the information from you that I need 
to then go away and spend six hours working on your launch. So we look at, okay, what do you need from me in the launch? Do you need me to write your launch content plan? Do you need me to outline your webinar? Do you need me to help you with pricing? Do you need me to come up with ideas for your bonuses? Do you need me to give you an audience growth plan in the lead up to your launch? Or if you're somebody who's already launched before, maybe it's reviewing that last launch and looking at, okay, where can we tighten this? Maybe I review your sales page and give you feedback on that or your emails, all of those different things. Um, so it's, it's fun because it's like a custom service. And I just go through as much as I can in six hours and I can get through a lot in six hours. I just finished working on one client's one where I essentially rewrote her entire sales page and cut open emails. And I got through that in six hours, which was awesome. Um, and we've streamlined that entire process with tech because no, there's no back and forth. You, if you have a question, you can ask it. But other than that, when you're ready to book in, you just go to that kickoff call page and you book in via the link and then that puts the six hours into my calendar and we go, we roll with it. <laughs> the fifth thing I have done this year to streamline my business was I hired an operations manager. Now, this was actually technically December last year, but I'm putting this in the 2021, 2022 category. Wow, I don't even know what year it is. Now, I am not naturally very good at remembering things. I'm not good at being consistent. I'm not good at following processes. Yeah, it's just never been my strength. But Jay, who is my ops manager, she is great at these things. These are her strengths. She's so super, super organized and I'm super, super disorganized. So we work really well together. <laughs> Shout out to Jay, who is also editing this episode. Uh, and it frees up a lot of my mental space knowing that there's somebody there to stay on top of the things that I'm likely going to forget. And it's, it's things I'm going to forget. It's also things like documenting processes, which to me, I'm like, that is the most boring thing ever. I can't do it. Uh, but to Jay, it's like she's naturally good at it. Uh, clearing up a lot of the backlog, a lot of just the random tasks that have been sitting there on my to-do list forever. Uh, and it, it's been really great having somebody who is a proper employee in my business. In the past, I've only ever worked with contractors and Contractors are awesome, except a lot of the time they have competing priorities. You're not their number one priority. You have to let them know well in advance when you need something done. And I'm not that great at planning in advance. <laughs> it's just not my strength. Uh, I know, I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. Planning in advance is not one of my strengths. Uh, and it also keeps me accountable to somebody as well. It means that, you know, I, when we are, when you're running your own business, you don't have a lot of external deadlines other than clients if you have clients. And it keeps me accountable because if I'm late on a podcast episode, she can't do her job either. The sixth thing that I have done to streamline my business this year was write a book. And I know that sounds like more work, right? But writing a book meant that I have been able to step back from constantly creating new content all the time because now I have somewhere that is like my launch process documented in a way. And people can go to learn more about launching from my book once they've come across me. Often when I am stuck for content ideas, I'm like, I have no idea what to do a podcast episode about today, or I have no idea what to write about today. I flick through the book and sometimes I will take a snippet. I'll take one of the 99 launch lessons in the book and I'll use that. Other times the book gives me ideas for captions or content ideas. And the process of putting that all together was really good for helping me to fill those gaps in my frameworks and my content. And I really enjoyed the process. It was really relaxing to work on something that felt 
like a big meaty project rather than lots of little scattered things. So if you want to check out that book, you can find it at stephtaylor.co slash book. It is called 99 Launch Lessons. The seventh thing, the final thing I did to streamline my business this year was I stopped thinking of Instagram as a way to grow my audience and reach new people. Now I think of Instagram as somewhere that I can post to when I want to, if I want to, but there's no pressure to do so. It's not something I have to do. And now that the pressure to post there has been lifted, I actually feel more inspired. I actually want to post to Instagram now that I don't have to. I'm not just posting junk for the sake of posting content because I'm scared my audience is going to forget about me. Now I'm posting things that feel worthwhile when I want to. It becomes something that I'm doing for fun. Like if I see a fun audio that I want to do a reel for, I'll do it. But I'm also not putting pressure on myself to record three reels a week. uh, Instagram's now become this place for me to nurture my audience, not a place for me to find new people because the algorithm's just not really going to do that anymore. The algorithm's not really going to get you in front of new people like it used to. So it's now, it's a community for me. It's now a place where I can have a two-way conversation with my audience. I can share content. I can nurture them there, but I'm not going at it with the expectation of, oh, I'm going to get all these new followers and they're going to buy from me because they probably won't. And same with TikTok. I've played around with it and it's something that I'm like, oh, this could be fun. It's not something I want to commit to doing regularly. It's it's never going to be a core part of my business. Well, never say never, but it's unlikely to be a core part of my business. But if I see an audio that I think's fun or I can record a video to really easily, yeah, I'll do it. But there's no pressure for me to post to that all the time. And having that pressure lifted has made my business feel so much more streamlined because now I'm just focusing on creating awesome podcast content, sending awesome emails to my list, and the rest kind of flows from there. So there you have it. Seven things I have done to streamline my business this year. I decided to focus on my podcast and my email list. Number two, I st- I stopped creating endless new things. Number three, I doubled down on live launches and streamlined them. Number four, I started working with clients again. Number five, I hired an operations manager. Number six, I wrote a book. And number seven, I stopped thinking of Instagram as a way to grow my audience. That is it for today's episode. If you have any friends who you think would benefit from this episode, please do tell them about Socialette Podcast. It's how I get to help more people. And if you haven't already followed this podcast, press the plus button in Apple Podcasts or the follow button in Spotify. And that just means you'll get each new episode delivered straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.